Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hey everyone, welcome back. Episode 56 of the podcast. Amazing. <laughs> um, we're now into January and um, yeah, loving the month of January. I used to not like the month of January, to be honest, but as I get older, yeah. I start to like it more. It's because my birthday's in January and I don't know, growing up, I was always like, uh, hey, how close my birthday is to Christmas? Yours is even closer to Christmas, so I'm sure you understand. I do. I never, <laughs> you know what, the, the thing that kind of sucks about having your birthday so close to um, at least, you know, Christmas, um, because we, we celebrate Christmas, but it, yeah. you're all, people are also off at that time, right? right? And I never got my birthday announced on the PA system at school. I was just going to say that because you and my husband shared the same birthday, 10, 10 years apart. But yeah. he always said, you know, like I was never, I never got like balloons on my locker. No. Nobody, I was like, it was, I was never at school during my, <laughs> during my birthday. It, it um, sucks. It sucks. Cause yeah. like, and then, and then you're asking people to kind of, you know, as you get older, you're asking people, Hey, let's go to a bar December 28th. Well, it's it's flipping snowing out and it's not great to go out and it's not good weather and everybody's usually busy. But I do, I've, you know, I've gotten, um, as I got older, I've, I've grown to really love December 28th a little bit more. Um, my birthday a little bit more because I, um, <laughs> kind of like just staying in. So yeah. Yeah. It's funny that. because somebody just recently asked, I can't remember what Facebook group it was in, like a Facebook group that I belong to. I actually think it was like an ADHD, like women group yeah. um, because I am an ADHD -er. and um, somebody was asking about like one thing that comes with ADHD often is um, what's called RSD, which is rejection sensitivity. Um, I think it's, I can't remember what the D stands for, but it's about being extra sensitive mm. to um, rejection, rejection or like perceived rejection. Um, and so a lot of people in that group were kind of talking about birthdays and how they've never really liked their birthday because of that, because it's almost like a buildup um, where you think everybody else is having way more fun on their birthday, or it's mm -hmm. supposed to be something more than it is, or maybe it's not acknowledged as much as you think it should be, or maybe like there's expectations around it, right? And it like never lives up to the expectations. And I've always felt that way about my birthday. So mine is the ninth. Mm -hmm. So mine is tomorrow. Yes. Uh, when, happy, when happy early, happy you. early birthday. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And so, happy belated birthday to Scott. To Scott and to Didn't you. Didn't even say exactly. happy belated birthday on the last episode. So, well, we said happy birthday to you. To though. me, but not Scott. <laughs> Poor Scott. <laughs> He's him. the one editing all this stuff. We gotta get. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's interesting. We're talking about birthdays too because uh, next week we have a treat in store for you because we're going to talk about numerology, which does take into account mm -hmm. your birthday. So, um, for, that. for what's to come, but, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I've never really liked it. I never really liked my birthday. I was also like the only winter baby in like the whole family, mm. like extended family even. Um, so it's interesting because then I met my husband, I think it's, we, we sometimes say like we created, and he's the only winter baby too, right? In his family. So it's like we created our own little like winter baby family because we met in January like our first date yes, was January. Yeah. We got engaged in January. Yeah. Um, you know, my birthday, his birthday is right before that. Mm -hmm. And then we had um, other three kids to our February babies. So it's like we created our, our, our new little February baby cocoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or sorry, uh, winter Your baby winter cocoon. babies. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's become more special. But I've just learned, I don't know, I think it comes with age partly. Yeah. But also it really kind of um, hit home a bit more um, when my dad passed away suddenly. So it will be five years yeah. this month. Wow. Um, since he's passed away. And as many of the listeners know, his passing was kind of like that event that really helped me see that I was a medium. Mm -hmm. Um, so with his passing, like he was only like just turned 60, like he had only been 60 for a few months, which is really young. The closer I get to those ages, the more I see how young that is. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's made me think totally differently about aging, about birthdays, about celebrating oneself. Mm -hmm. I, I used to be terrified of aging. Um, I used to be terrified. I hated my birthday because, 
it meant another year has gone by and what did I do with it? You know, it's like one year closer to the end, you know, yeah, like that was yeah. my mindset. Yeah. And then I also had, you know, like rejection sensitivity around like, well, it seems like everybody else has all this hoopla and mine feels like it just goes by as another day. And I always carried that with me too. But I've, I've also realized that that sense of like belonging and, um, mm celebration like yes it can come from other people but the real fulfilling part of that is when you can do that for yourself yeah yeah I've learned how to do that for myself yes um so I celebrate myself so like one thing that I learned to do like the year I turned 40 rather than hoping that somebody reads my mind about what I would like mm-hmm. I just I like said this is what I'd like yes and it was actually really appreciative because like appreciated by yeah. somebody else because they're like okay cool great so yeah. I, I I um I all I asked for was an ice cream cake a bottle of champagne and some sushi mm-hmm. so that did happen what a great combination and then I booked myself yeah into the spa because I had never been to a spa before mm. so I had like an hour massage I had my na- my toes done, my nails done, and yes. I was like, uh. but I did it for myself, and like I didn't feel weird doing it for myself. It was kind of like it's about damn time I do this for myself. You know, it's about damn time. I was thinking of that. Shout too. out, Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of was like, you know what? This is what I want to do. Yeah, I'm just gonna do it. I'm like, uh, I'm doing that, or I did that. Did past that before. Tense. for my birthday. Uh, I'm what? I scheduled my um, makeup trial. To be on for the makeup trial that you do for your yeah your wedding for the with the makeup artist to be on my birthday, um and then I was like you know what Alex we're gonna go out for dinner yeah um and I want to get my hair done too so I've also scheduled a haircut that morning good then I'm gonna get my makeup done and it's gonna be great it's, it's about being proactive yeah um like kind of but about it's it's learning to celebrate yourself which is something that I feel. I don't know. I feel like it does kind of get easier with age mm. sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if everybody feels that way, but I yeah. have. Well, and, and when you're a kid too, like when you're younger, you're kind of seeing everybody celebrating everybody else's, you know what I mean? Birthday or you're doing something or there's a lead up to it. Yes. Right. Whereas during the holidays or if there's something even going on, right. When, when people it's are like an afterthought sometimes. It's, yeah. Yeah. I know. But yeah. even if it's not, you know, like, even if it's not, it's like this perception of like, oh, yeah, so you know? I don't know what it but is, but that's also like FOMO, right? Because I feel like, um, FOMO for those of you who don't know is fear of missing out. Um, the thing that I've learned from like connecting to all the people that have connected to energetically, like when you connect to somebody energetically, um, as we do in our work, like energy doesn't lie. Right. So it's not to say that we know everything about a person or we can read their mind, but like, Oh God, yeah. We get a general essence of a person's energy, right? Yeah. Um, the thing that I've seen time and time again, and it's, it's, it's given me a lot of comfort actually in my life is that every, every we think everybody else has it all figured out or everybody is like gloriously happy all the time and they fit in and they feel like they belong. But like really we're all the same and I don't think that any of us really feel like maybe we're attaining what society or what the status quo feels like we should be at a certain time or like what we should be or what we should accomplish. And I think about like high school times and things like that. Now that I have high schoolers and I know like they're all the things that come with that age group. And I'm just like, you think that, you know, everybody else is, you know, um, super popular and super happy and we're doing all these fun things. And maybe there are certain people that are doing that, but everybody, I can promise you, is struggling in some way. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's just our perception of it. So I learned that like, I always, I always go down the rabbit hole with this when I think about the status quo, mm-hmm. right? And I think about, okay, so the more people I connect to um, in a, like a vulnerable way, mm-hmm. the more I realize that regardless of their background, there is some sort of feeling of um, inadequacy, insecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I yeah. didn't hit this benchmark or this marker that I, that status quo has told me that I should. Yes. Right. And then it's and then I get into like, well, what is the status quo and who created it if nobody is living up to it? It's like this this barometer that like nobody can ever. Right. So something that I kind of uh, interpreted from my guides when I was kind of contemplating this question is that it's kind of like a purposeful thing. 
mm-hmm. in the sense it's like how can you learn to be so you that even in like when somebody is stacking rules up and things around you of like goals you need to hit you can still be you at the end of it like how can you move through that pressure and still be you so that's like the ultimate goal yes right so in a sense I feel like all those things are kind of like purposeful like hey can you conform can you can you be like everybody else and then we struggle we all struggle with like but I'm not but I can't yeah and don't you see that when we're when we're sorry you keep no no go ahead I was gonna say like then we get to some kind of point yeah in our lives where and often it kind of comes around mid-age it doesn't have to but it just often does where all of a sudden it's like yes and then we reclaim ourselves or or we learn who we are in the first place yes right and then we take our power back and that's why my mindset has totally changed around aging Mm -hmm. I feel like every year is a gift every year I'm above ground like hallelujah thank god like I'm so happy Uh, I don't give a crap anymore about um if I gained a couple pounds or if I getting some gray sparkles or if I have wrinkles I'm just like I just looked down it was 11 11 uh, that we're recording. we're recording. I was looking at the time. I was like, it's not 11. But yeah, no, that we're no, recording. Yeah. How long we've been talking was when I said that. So um, I think what, like, I, I feel like that's part of the guidance of January. For whatever reason, I just feel like it's like a real month of, and you're going to talk a little bit more about January, the mm-hmm. essence of January. But for me, it's like, this is what <laughs> it is. What are we going to do about it? What just happened? Amy, what is with your stairway? So because there's somebody behind me all the time, isn't there? I, <laughs> I feel like there is. <laughs> I like if you were watching this on YouTube, you just saw my face because it it so it was it was a orb, but it almost looked like it was trying to manifest oh. into into something. Because it kind of freaked me out because it was so slow and the way that it was like. You have it to was go sauntering down the stairs. It was so- <laughs> I like, didn't see it, but like I'm guessing, like zigzagging, but it, it like made like a a trail. It left like a little trail. I don't. You've got a yeah. That's a, like I, I I like was like <laughs> what is going on? Like I'm getting goosebumps. There's something going on in my well. You know this. It happens all the time in our podcast. There's something going on in this office. We've got to. Yeah. I've got to come over and do. Uh, a, a paranormal investigation yes, on Amy's basement. It's, it's very like happy and, it's and always and that d- supportive. It's always here. Yeah. But do you remember once when you asked me a question and you were like, you, you said something and I was like, it's at my back, right? I, the energy's at my back. It, it always is. I always feel it. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like always coming down the stairs. They're not scary. It's like, it's nice. Yeah, it it's just feels cool. like yeah. people are popping in, but <laughs> like she's going to church and we are listening. We yeah, are yeah, here yeah. For we're it. here for it. <laughs> preach, preach. But I just that it was so, it was slow. So I, man, we we gotta yeah. see if we can compile I'll see all Scott the orbs or like something. Of those videos where he slows it down, um, and and see if we can post. Yes, it like let me know what everybody thinks because it kind of freaked me out. I don't know if you, anyways. Yeah, very big. You, you were gonna say something though. I'm kind of done my thing. I just, I, it doesn't it. matter now. That orb just blew me. <laughs> All I was gonna say was that you know when we're kids, we're I feel like we're truly ourselves in a way. And then again, you know, it's because we're taught by society. There's all these expectations. You have to be this age to have kids or you got to be married by this age or, or it's, it's, you have to act a certain way because you're this or blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. Pardon my French. And then as we get older, we just tend not to care anymore. Can't carry it anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just too heavy. Yeah. So you're, yeah. as you, as we kind of trend, you know, as we come into this life, we're great. And then it's like, oh, here's all these things that we're trying to learn to navigate. And then as we kind of move out, it's like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and I, and I used to hear people say like, oh, you know, once you get to a certain age, you're, you're not going to want to go, like youth, yeah, I don't want to go back to my youth. Why do I want to be 20 again? Hell no, right? Okay. Because it's like, it's just that transition period where you're sorting things out, you're learning stuff. So in hindsight, now that I am, 43 tomorrow um i can see that um yeah like i don't want to move backwards no i don't want to move backwards if i could take the wisdom that i have now there but that's not possible right so like 
no, I, I'm quite happy to keep gaining a little bit more, um, you know, wisdom and, and silver sparkles with every passing year. Yes, every time I found a silver hair the other day, and <laughs> I'm getting really silver. Right, I don't know if you can I, see it, but, but I like, love it. Yeah, a friend yeah. of mine ha- has more grays in her hair, um, and we're around the same. I think she's only a year older than me, yeah. and um, she's just embracing it. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do too. I love it. You know what this reminds me of a little bit is um. I was listening to a podcast. It's funny because the the synchronicities, right, with like just life and how the universe speaks to you and gives you signs. Um, this name is keep pop, keeps popping into my um, world, and I had never heard of this person before. Um, but the name Deborah Silverman, right? So it's like it's popped up in like different podcasts I've yeah. heard or like different things I've read online, and I'm like. And then the other day when I did that, um, I mentioned it in the last episode, I had done like a free lunchtime workshop. Colette Baron-Reed was there and Colin Bedell. And it was all about astrology and your moon sign and how that's connected to like cord cutting and like energetically releasing things in 2023. She brought up Deborah, Deborah Silverman because it's one of her really good friends. So oh. I was like, okay, there's something about this. Yeah. And something, actually a client of mine also was like, you're really interested in astrology, right? This was a couple of weeks ago. And I said, yeah. And she said, my mom right now is taking Deb- Deborah Silverman's course. And I'm just like, okay, why does this name keep, keep coming up? Anyways, I put myself on her wait list for her course because I want I want to learn. Um, but I listened to the most recent episode of Into the Wooniverse, which is Colette Baron reeds podcast. If you haven't listened to it, it's great. Okay. Um, I really, really like her. Um, so the most recent episode as of um, when we're recording today, which is pre-Christmas is with Deborah Silverman. And so Colette and Deborah are very good friends actually for like quite a long time. And um, she talks a bit about like just evolutionary astrology, which is what I'm very interested in. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, Yeah, all about that. But she talks a bit about like exiting the the Pisces age, which lasted, you know, through the industrial revolution, right? And where uh, and how and why religion and the church and things like that um, were very important to that era. Mm But that we are now in the age of Aquarius, quite literally. Right, right. We all know that song. <laughs> We're now there. And how and why astrology supports what is happening, right? Mm-hmm. Even to the to the sense of like, um, like people, uh, it's not to say that church and religion is not important, but it does seem like the newer generations, it's less of a, a, a pull, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And how astrology, how the age of Aquarius supports that. And even to do with like gender mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's kind of like male, female, I don't care. Like it, it doesn't gender make any difference anymore. Binary, and, yeah. And, yes. Yes. And like how actually astrology shows us why. And I just, Mm. I thought it was the most interesting episode. Yeah. So I highly recommend it to our listeners if you're interested uh, at all in astrology um, or hearing kind of, you know, the the truth of it. So she calls astrology medicine. um, And that's how I view it too. The more I learn about it, it's not just like a predictive, like fun thing to read in the newspaper. There's, there's actually a lot of like bulk and truth uh, to it uh and i think it's really that so i just wanted to bring that up um don't remember why i wanted to bring that up but um i think it's because of the 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 energy that we were feeling and then last week we did the 2023 forecast right yes and we both feel the 20s are kind of going to be a little bit chaotic Mm -hmm. right we're rebuilding the foundation shit is hitting the fan like literally and figuratively um all the stuff that we can't take where we're going is now yeah Going up and being released um, and um, to get to this uh, place where we are. So 2027, according to the Gene Keys, which we've talked about before, is when we enter a new era. Mm-hmm. We leave the um, kind of energy of community in the sense of like we're all building structures and things, right? Which right. is the end of the revolution. Yeah. And we're entering an era of the individual. So it doesn't mean that we're going to become more self-centered. What it means is we're going to be more individually focused. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's going to be about, but what makes me happy and then having the freedom and having the collective societal support to engage in that. So it's more like, what if we just all broke down all these structures that did serve us well, but don't serve us anymore where we're going. And we just all focus on what makes us happy and everybody supported everybody else in that. What a thought, yeah. What a thought, right? And that's what 2027 is ushering in. And it really Mm. fits in with our kind of timeline. You mean 2023? 
No, 2027 oh, is when that's going to happen. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. But if you listen to last week's episode, we kind of brought through an energy of like 2023 is preparing. We're preparing. Yeah. We're preparing. Right. Yeah. Because the next couple of years are going to be all about that. Very cool. So I thought that was interesting that really too, cool. and how that plays in. And I, I do believe that she mentions 2027 as well in the episode. I can't remember the context, but I just wanted to recommend it to you guys if you're interested. Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Really so cool. Get into well, that's a great segue because segue. Um, but we are talking about January symbolism. Um, yeah. so how fitting too, because um, we're gonna f- see how January, um, like the meaning behind January, um, the, the god it's named after, and the, that god's meaning. Um, yeah. and uh, also kind of talking a little bit about New Year's resolutions. So, uh, I I, yeah, don't know if it's a thing, a big thing for everybody else. Um, okay, but before we get into uh, that, I'll just give you a little bit of a background about January. So January is named, and uh, by the way, I'm pulling these um, uh, uh, this information from almanac.com. Um, January is named uh, after the Roman god Janus. Janus, yeah, known as the protector of gates and doorways, which is really interesting because if we looked back on that um, Kyle Gray card that we pulled, um, you know, as we end, as we're ending 2023, it's literally a gateway. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Aaron's referring to last week's episode. To last week's episode. Yes, thank you. Yeah. if you haven't listened to that, go back, listen to that uh, episode. We, we t- it's, it's pretty cool, um, all the yeah. connections. That's very cool. Um, so it's known as the protector for gates and doorways, symbolizes beginnings and endings. It's like, again, like how fitting, like January is literally about, you know, we're, we're um, uh, ending um, almost that, that winter, right? Um, we're kind of, come, well, maybe not really, but um, endings and beginnings, we're ending a year, right? And we're coming in uh, yes. to the new year. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, Janice is depicted with two faces. Every time I say Janice, like I just I'm like picturing somebody from like the office that you work with. What? Who? I was thinking of Janice from Friends. Remember Janice? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That the yeah, that's like what I'm like. I'm picturing somebody kind of annoying. (laughs) Okay, like because because my mother-in-law's name is Janice. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I am totally joking. She will not listen to this, but I just think it's funny because I'm just like, Scott's going to be editing this and being like, Scott, hey! Scott, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure your mother's great. She, yeah, and she lovely. doesn't have that kind of voice. But I do know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just picturing Janice, like, gossip queen around the office. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and uh, Janice is depicted with two faces, one looking into the past and the other ability to see into the future. Okay, which is perfect which, for January ex- New Year. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Because uh, January is uh, basically our doorway into the the New Year, and they talk about that on uh, the website as well. Um, it says the Romans often made promises to Janus and exchanged good wishes. So this is how um, you know New Year's resolutions kind of oh. started to form was because you're you know you're making. Um, you wishes or you're you're asking janice for you know a better new year um like a genie yeah janice the genie janice the go. genie three wishes <laughs> <laughs> um and then it sent me down just uh i'll, I'll just talk about new year's resolutions and how they kind of evolved because there is a bit of a really cool uh history and they go as far back as to, to ancient times so Again, all from almanac.com says that in 2000 BC, the Babylonians celebrated the new year during a 12-day festival called Akatu, starting with the vernal equinox, which is start of spring. So vernal equinox is um, the start of spring. Um, This was the start of the farming season to plant crops, crown a king, uh, and make promises to pay their debts. So one common resolution was returning, returning apparently borrowed farm equipment. Okay, cool. Uh, so the Babylonian uh, New Year was adopted adopted by the ancient Romans, Romans, as was the tradition of resolutions. Okay, so um, the timing of this eventually shifted with the Julian calendar in 46 BC, which declared January 1st as the start of the new year. So that's interesting. So January. And what year was that that it became the new year? 46 BC. Okay. 
Uh, January was named um, for the two-faced Roman god Janus. Again, looking forward and looking backward as well. Um, and yeah, they would often make promises um, and sacrifices uh, for good behavior uh, for the year ahead. Uh, Janus is also the guardian of gates and doors. Uh, he presided over the temple. I'm going to say he, but they... Yeah. They presided over the Temple of Peace where the doors were opened only during wartime. Um, so it was a place of safety where new beginnings and New Year's resolutions uh, were formed. Um, so this was kind of funny when I read this uh, from the, um, or I think this was, yeah, also from the Almanac uh, website, um, that New Year's revolutions were also in the Middle Ages and medieval knights would renew their vow to, I don't know, I, I feel like there's some truth truth to this, like, um, but um, medieval knights would renew their vow to chivalry by placing their hands on a peacock. Interesting. <laughs> I promise to be chivalrous on this peacock uh, so it was called the annual peacock vow would take place at the end of the year as a resolution to maintain their nightly values it's really interesting just makes me think of that uh, is it the kesha song i want to see your peacock yeah, stop uh, no, that's why i was like stop. <laughs> i knew you were going or right. you were going <laughs> We always got to go there. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry. Bring a little bit of humor in. But not sorry. <laughs> Let's all place our head. Find some peacocks. Okay. <laughs> I have a peacock on my tree, actually. I have a little. Like, um, yeah. Well, a, Amy, make some I New know, Year's right? resolutions there. I will. I'll take it. I'll put it on my altar. I'll be like, peacock. <laughs> this is my intention to be more chivalrous. I always say that word. None of us can say the word. Chival 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 I don't know. Anyways, that's uh, yeah. Okay. By the 17th century, New Year's resolutions were so common. Um, I guess that they were finding some humor in it. Um, and this is from a Boston newspaper in the 18, uh, 1813. So they were basically talking about how, um, you know, you can do all of the, the stuff that you want in December, but in January, it's time to start fresh. Um, so like how we go out with a bang on New Year's Eve? Yeah. I personally lay in bed and, you know, watch I, movies. Yeah, I don't, I, I used to like to go out and I'm just like, let's just stay in and order food or like cook a nice meal yeah. and that's it. Um, so this article is kind of funny. It says, and yet I believe there are multitudes of people accustomed to receive, this is definitely not a Boston accent, but accustomed to receive injunctions of New Year's resolutions who will sin all the month of December with a serious determination of beginning the new year with new resolution and new behavior. So just get all your sillies out in December. It's so funny because this really reminds me of my future father-in-law because literally he's like, I'll drink. I do a lot of stuff. Then in January, I go dry. I don't do anything. Like literally, literally he's like, no coffee, uh, no drinking, wow, nothing committed. until like, I guess the summer or something. And then he's okay. like, then I go hard all up until December. And then I, then I <laughs> okay, well, That's you funny. know, I guess you have a bit of a balance. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, and then as we go into like um, the 1900s where um, uh, Protestant uh, starts to come, Protestant starts to come in, um, we have more of a religious or spiritual nature um, with our New Year's resolutions. So I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about our New Year's resolutions. Do we do we have any going into January? Do you have any traditions? Uh you know, and New Year's Eve that that you do like so for myself, New Year's Eve. What I I like to do is, and I got this idea from a, a former uh, colleague of mine, um, and um, what she used to do was, or she probably maybe she still does it, but um, writing herself a letter each New Year's Eve of all the stuff that happened. So it's like a way of like self reflection or reflecting mm -hmm. on 2022, and then um, she reads it. She reads that card New Year's Eve, and then. Yeah, writes another one for the following um, New Year about, you know, things she hopes to accomplish or, you know, um, what, you know, what worked, what didn't work, what kind of happened, which I thought was really, really cool. really cool. Yeah. So I just was like, I'm going to adopt that because I really, really like um, doing that. So I don't know if our listeners have similar traditions. Do you have any New Year's resolutions, Amy? 
No, I don't make New Year's resolutions to really. I used to. Yeah. And then by February, I'd be like, oh, I failed again, you know? So like, no, I don't tech, like there are maybe like general goals, um, but I, I'm careful not to like put a lot of pressure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and make it a resolution. So the last couple of years I have adopted um, spending the last couple of weeks of December uh, kind of coming up with a word. I, yes, I like that as well. Yeah. So I want to embody more of this yeah. um, this year. So I actually don't have my 2023 word yet. Um, sorry, we are recording this uh, in December of 2022. So at this point of recording, I do not have my word yet. Um, but I will tell you that my 2022 word was perseverance. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, so I spent a lot of time just thinking about that. If I was feeling stuck or stalled, I'd just be like, I need to persevere. Um, and that doesn't mean like pressuring yourself no. to do something that's not aligned. It's it's just kind of like maybe keeping the faith. Um, I've also been a big advocate of taking messy action. So like stepping out of like previous. I, I, I recently kind of clicked together that um, somebody that is a procrastinator, which I am, is it's often stems from just perfectionistic kind of tendencies. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah. And that's why it's being avoided because it's like, well, I, I, can't, I can't, if I can't give 100%, then I'm just going to put it off. But I think part of the growth there in the lesson is that you can only do what you can do, right? So there's, and there's always more to learn and there's always more to do. So like this perceived like perfect perfection is mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of non-existent. Yeah. Um, so for me, it has to do with like, I, I think I've talked about this before, like something that I've always is kind of hovered over me in my life, but especially since I have been my own business uh, owner is this concept of expertise mm. and how that has been the shadow, the rain cloud over my head for years. Yeah where yeah. I hold myself back, I procrastinate because I don't feel in my heart of hearts like that I'm an expert. So who am I? Mm-hmm. Who am I to mm-hmm. have a podcast? Who am I mm-hmm. to launch a course? Who am I to give people guidance, yeah. right? And, yeah. and it's because I have this unattainable, like expert, mm-hmm. while also knowing that I'm constantly growing and getting better with each passing day. So like, you, if you're an expert today, like tomorrow, you're better so like how could you be an expert today you know what I mean it's just this like slippery slope so I have just started um my idea of perseverance is working through that and like doing it anyways yeah it's like um, being present yeah being present in the moment and like going with it so I've adopted the term like my maybe this is my word actually um enthusiastic or enthusiasm Mm. so I'm just an enthusiast now yeah I'm not going to tell you that I'm an expert on all things, but I am certainly enthusiastic about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and an enthusiastic person will bring the energy to it. And like, you can feel when somebody loves what they're doing. Yeah. And I think that's a better goal. Yes. So for me, yes. yeah, you know what? My 2023 is enthusiast, enthusiasm, mm-hmm. enthusiastic, an enthusiast. Enthusiast. I like it. There you I go. like it. I like it. Everything I do, I'm going to be enthusiastic about. Yeah. There you go. How would you? What about you? Sorry. Um, hmm. Jump spot. Yeah, I know. It's funny because I was like, I wrote this up and I was like, I'm going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Do I have any? Like, <laughs> no, I don't have any New Year's resolutions. I, but um, the, I, like, I really like that idea, like for myself, like when I write that letter, it's just, it's more like each year is just an opportunity to be self-reflective of like, what did you learn? To be more you. To be, yes, exactly. To just like be, to just be. Because sometimes that is enough. So it's like a check-in as well. I feel like this is a check-in from spirit for our listeners. As you're making these goals, as you're doing all the self-reflection, be mindful about what your why behind the goal. Mm-hmm. Like, is it coming from a place of, this allows me to be more me yeah. or this, yeah. you know, lends yes. itself to that? Or are you trying to be like someone else mm-hmm. or the status quo or what you think you should, you should do? be? Yes. That's, I think, important check-in. Very, 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 very true. Yeah. Food for thought. 
food that's for why thought. Up in the resolutions of like, I want to lose twenty pounds. This no, year. it like, is. Yeah. Like, but who do I? Why? Why do I want to? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, if, I, I really feel like New Year's resolutions have changed so much. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. they're definitely as we move through the year or as we move through this Aquarius age or going into, you know, um, uh, that, that shift, I really feel like it's become, yeah, more about the, the self and, and your self-worth yeah. as a, well, there's that 2027 energy too, yeah. right? It's more about what makes me happy. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Like yeah. let's focus less on what we think should be. And, and more of just like what feels kind of what feels right. Does that make sense? And it's a, yeah. And it's important to distinguish that like this is not to say you shouldn't have goals and aspirations. You should no. just make sure that you check in with your why. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is actually making me happy. Is this helping me become more me? Mm-hmm. Like who I want to be, right? It's okay to have that like lofty, like this is who I want to be, but like why? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that motivational clip that was floating around, I think, on the uh, the uh, social media channels about, um, uh, I don't even know who the motivational speaker is, so I apologize, but um, she was talking about, um, you know, what what are your goals in life? And she goes, well, to be happy. And they're like, well, but yes, but like, what, what do you hope to achieve? You know, and then it goes forward and she says to be happy. Is that Louise Hay? I think is that Louise Hay? Okay. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. You know what I mean? I've seen that too. Yeah. I can hear her voice. Yeah. yeah. To be happy. And it's, it is, it, it's just so right because what a concept, you know, you tell people to be happy. They're like, what do you, what do you mean happy? But what, what are you going to exactly. do? Right. We focus so much emphasis on the, the do, the do. And I always um, think back to uh, an old classmate of mine years ago where we had this discussion about, you know, we focus so much on the, the go, 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 do, do, do productivity productivity, right? Um, capitalism, all this stuff, right? Um, but nobody at your funeral is going to say, wow, you know, you, you earned so much money or, or they, you know, they did that, you know, they really, you know, maybe they accomplished so much. Sure. Of course, but it's not going to be about how your work ethic was. No. Right, you're going to be remembered for the person that you are. So why focus all on these stuff and just just be happy? Do what makes you happy. Yeah, New Year's the, the resolution. Doing, the doing, doing, doing. Like when we last week when we when we talked about the the forecast, right? Yeah. The preparation and the shedding and the integrating, which is what we're in right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're shedding. That's the old relic of the industrial age. Yes, for leaving, which is like do yes. do do build 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 right like that's what yeah. we had to do yeah. but we don't have to do it anymore and yeah. it doesn't serve us anymore so it just everything's going back to like why am I doing this does this make me happy so you're just going to see more and more people mm-hmm. starting to question why they're doing things and, yeah yeah and changing it um mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already seeing it oh yeah I'm, I'm, I'm already seeing I it. think COVID really helped uh, to be honest, I, did did something with that. Like we were forced to just kind of stay in. I often think about COVID, um, you know, and obviously from a, a lens of um, being affected by it, but not being affected by it like other people had, you know, a tragedy and loss. So I want to yeah. be sensitive about yeah. that. But like, um, I do feel like it was a reset button. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Hey, what? Okay. Now that all those things are gone. Yeah. You can't do all those things yeah. and you just have to be. Yeah. What now? Yeah. And it's not to like diminish your experience or what happened no. because no. yes, there's tragedy. Like it's awful. You know, yeah. it, it was, it really was. Um, and it is, we're still kind of in it. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I really, I saw so many, I, that's when I changed careers. That's yeah. when, um, uh, my my partner changed careers too. too? Yeah, yeah, got started a new yeah. job during during COVID. I went to school during COVID. Uh, I, I'm just thinking too as you're talking. Like, what did I do? Well, I I got like I my business was an, a year old, but 
I did really go all in. Yes. Right? It became my more focus. Yes. Okay, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I remember that. I, I'm making a go of it. Yeah. It's not just going to be a little like. It was a big, yeah, yeah. It was a thing. And then my husband, although he's just retired from a certain uh, job that he was in for a really long time, the thing started happening in 2020 as well yes. where the decision was made yeah but so that's interesting too because right? we all all of us then all four of us would have had those experiences kind of cool and I saw so many so much of that so much a lot yeah. of that um I think even like just to just because it's coming to, to my head like Trevor Noah you know the host of the the, yeah. the late show the late late so, yeah. mm, nope host I don't of know either, the, the daily <laughs> the report or the Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyways, but I think I'm pretty sure he was talking about that, how, you know, COVID forced a lot of us to go within and, and he just kind of was like, I, I made that decision that I think it's, I'm, I'm done. I finished this chapter and I'm ready for the next, the next step. It, so it really was that reset button. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I digress. That was really cool. So, you know, let us know what was, what was your do you have a new year's resolution do you look at it similarly to amy and i um what does that look like for you right um really really cool stuff i love the way that also we see these shifts happening too with this the resolution uh new year's yeah. resolution we went from peacock to protestant to <laughs> okay um so here we go did you know i've got a little fun fact about january did you know that january was not originally in the ancient Roman calendar. It was no. not. Um, I think there were only there were only uh, ten months. So, what Ooh. two months, Amy? My other quiz. I love doing these little quizzes. That okay. Time. What two months were not in the original Roman calendar? Okay. So you already told January wasn't. Right? January wasn't. Yeah. So one more. So we got one more. Was it a? December and January, B, April and January, C, February and January, or D, March and January. A lot of options here. We've got December, April, February, and March. I've got two in my mind, so it's interesting. Um, Maybe the ancients flip-flopped and they were like, which... Which month do we Which need? One? I don't know. Like before you started chatting, my mind was like, I think it's February. But then when you said April, I went, oh, so I don't know if it's one of those two or if I'm totally off. It's February. Okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> so that's an example for me too of like, I always say your intuition is probably the first thing that you hear before you start overthinking. Yes. It. Right. Yep. So in my mind, in like January, February, I think it was those two. And then you started talking and I was like, you said December, and I was like, no, April. Mm, something, something, so, like, something clicked though. And then you said February again, and I was like, well, now I'm doubting myself, right? Yeah, but it was February. February. Okay. Yep, yep. So I thought that was really interesting, right? Because we've got mm. January and February; they're like they're right next to each other. So, so is that why I've heard before that March used to be the new year, or like yes, yes, okay, yes. Um, so I have right here to that. Um. So yeah, January and February were not in the ancient calendar um, as the winter months were considered dormant um, because okay. of um, like agriculture, but, uh, but in terms of also war. So that was a time where, you know, it was, there was a stillness. There was, it was a time of peace. You wouldn't necessarily start a war at that time. Right. Um, uh, and you have to think of your crops. Yeah. Um, and then 450 BC, the Roman calendar uh, was 10 months beginning in March, which was Martius, Mar Martius, due to the March equinox. Um, and March was named Mars, the god of war, who was also um, an agricultural guardian, it says. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Interesting. Um, then we also, so we're going to just, I just have a little few little facts about January. January's full moon is called what? Do you know, Amy? Fuck. No, you, you pulled a card on it uh, on our last episode. The wolf. Yeah, wolf yeah. moon. Um, January's full wolf moon um, probably has already occurred since this episode aired. It was fr it aired. It was Friday, January 6th at 6.09 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and I think 
Also, if I was reading right too on the Farmer's Almanac, that the moon is going to or has had that this like um uh what is it called like optical illusion that it's going to be further away just because of the way the Earth uh, is positioned in the rotation, like how it's moving uh, in the in the in space. So it's going to look teeny tiny. Very cool. Yeah, Buckner I think is like in the fall then. I yeah, I think you're, yeah, I think yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um but that's that's January in a nutshell. I mean, it really just seems that it, you know, depending on where you are in the world, it is a time of new beginnings. Um not only, you know, just to reflect on the past, but to look forward to the future. Um so, yeah. Um and uh we already just kind of talked about this. Um, and it's funny because you were mentioning it about words and I was going to ask, um, what, uh, in a word or three, do you hope January, 2023 will be? Um, and you put enthusiasm, enthusiastic. Enthusiasm. Yeah. I think that's my like whole year. Whole year. Umbrella, yeah. Like, goal. What do you think? Oh, what do you, yeah. What do you think it's going to look like for you? For January? Yeah. Um, the first word that came to my mind was stillness. So I do, I think it's going to be kind of slow in some way. Um, I'm hoping that it is. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, there's something magical about January. I know that we're all, like the light is returning um, a little bit every day now that the winter solstice has occurred. And um, there's just something magical about that time, you know, as the sun is starting to go down in January. I don't know. I just, I just feel cozy and mm-hmm. snuggly. And um, I love this is a perfect segue for a, uh, an ep- another episode that's coming up mm-hmm. in the future. All about Huga, which is I cozy, for that. Yeah. the art of cozy living and how we can bring more of that into our lives. But um, yeah, yeah, no, January, I hope it's still, I hope I have time for, I hope I'm mindful in January. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm present in January. Mm-hmm. I hope that there's lots of reading time and game nights and cozy suppers. You know, like I always yeah. think of like soup and like, I don't know, just like warmth. Like, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. yeah. Warmth. Like those things restore me. So I actually, I've learned to love January mm-hmm. because although there's like, you know what? It's funny because I've learned to love January a little bit as I've lessened my expectations around like doing, 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 goal, goal, goal. Yeah. Let's go hard at it at the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah. of people are like that in January and I'm like, I'm going to do a slow and steady start to the year so that when that energy picks up, like we see it will in the spring this year, I'm ready for it. You know, like I'm, I'm good for it. Yeah. I've had some clarity. I've got some aha moments. I know what action I need to take. Yeah. Yes, That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. about you? Warmth. Warm. Yeah. 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 That's cozy, right? Cozy like that's what feeling. I was just, yeah. Just movie nights. Yeah. Like it's been Early so busy. Like let's yeah. just slow down. <laughs> we need it after December and the energy of December too. Like it's a lot. We, we really need it. Like, I don't know. It's kind of like that energy of like what came up last month where you give an example about um, just needing to take the action on something. It's like, well, what if we just focus and channel our energy into being still, right? Or going within or being present. And that was the goal rather than like, oh my God, you know, like I don't think energetically it's even right for us mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, in I agree. Yeah. And then you know, historically, like what January wasn't even a calendar month because everybody just hibernated. Yes. Like we still ourselves are still like, we're still that, that, ancestor of mm-hmm. ours um so yeah yeah I think mental health I'm gonna intentionally be mindful and 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 seek cozy times and yeah yeah I think yeah. enjoy maybe, it right for what it is want to take action or like make a plan it's like okay I'm gonna plan out every Friday night movie in January oh that's right? a good one right? what are we watching each Friday that's actually really fun I want to do what that what are we having for dinner yeah you know, what game are we playing? There. I've made a Good. plan. I took some action. And it's for my own well-being. How do you like them apples, New Year's resolution, yeah, I like peacocks? That. Right? <laughs> I'll see you later. You know what's funny? I'll I want this episode later. to be titled I'll- Peacock. Do you? The January Peacock. I don't know. Something. Um, 
it's funny because I want to tell you a quick little please. Thing. So I just, it's funny because a lot of um, now symbol, symbolically birds mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I, I'm not as fearful, but I spent my whole life being fearful of birds. I know anything a lot of people beak, that are actually afraid of birds. Anything with a beak and wings are like, no, uh, it all stems back from the very early in my life going to a pet store with my grandfather and there being a huge parrot that like lived in the pet store oh. and it was out of its cage and it was flying all around and it had big, huge wingspan, right? So as it swooped, you could hear the like with the wings. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die by parrot. Like he's going <laughs> to peck my eyes out. Uh, and so I just, I don't know. It just instilled something. Maybe there's a past life memory, but uh, long Maybe story we're short. Maybe in the movie Birds. Maybe. Long story short, uh, when I was a new mom with our first baby, we went to like a wildlife park <laughs> and we were walking like on a trail or whatever. And there's this huge peacock that like lives in the wildlife park. And it was on the other side of like a rope kind of barrier. Mm-hmm. Oh, and just a my, rope. And okay. It's just a rope, right? And so Scott is like, oh, I mean, that peacock's eyeing you. And I'm like, you be quiet. You stop. Don't even encourage uh, like, Don't even send it any don't signals. Do right? it. The peacock I don't remember if it went over the fence or under the under the rope, but it, it it came towards me like it sensed my fear, and I took off running and I left the stroller. And so to this day, my husband's always like, "You remember that time you left our newborn child on die? the side of the trail because a peacock was chasing you?" I was like, "Oh, that elusive peacock." <laughs> That's so funny. I was just like, get away from me. Like, you, why are you, you, yeah. you You did fight or flight. And it was fight or flight. I'm like, see ya. Bye, like, baby. Your You're going to have to defend yourselves. I'm out of here. I'm <laughs> not my finest moment, but like, seriously, I was just like, what? It was literally like, it was charging. Like, it had some, it had some oomph in its step, right? It oh, was that's so terrifying. Weird. And they're, they, they can get aggressive. Yeah, I was almost like, oh my god! Like, I don't know. I don't know if she felt threatened, or you just I, had I, a stare. You know I what? It could know. be because sometimes this is with cats too. That if you stare at a cat, they think you're they, they coming. Think you're being aggressive. You yeah. think you're being aggressive. So that's why they say to blink to show that, like, it's okay, we're good. <laughs> you know, they say to blink because then it shows that, like, my cat, we're safe. Sunny. We've we've seen Sunny before. Sunny always sleeps on a chair over here. He's not here right now. He made his appearance in the last episode. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but he, uh, I just look at him sometimes, and I'm like, yeah. I always think that, that means I love you. So I'll be like, oh, and I'll slow blink at him because he does the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just, it's like a safety thing. It's like it's it's good. It's like okay, you're good. We're good. I feel comfortable enough to close my eyes for. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a trust, trust. Yeah, it's a trust thing. Yeah. So well, thank that. you, Erin. No, that was fabulous. Oh, yeah. Was really interesting. Um, please don't come after us if your name is Janice. We love you so much. You're um, probably amazing. <laughs> Maybe a bit of a gossip queen, but nobody's judging you. Nobody's Janice. judging. Um, keeping you proud as a peacock. Um, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.